Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Get Witted Podcast. Today, I have returning visitor, Christina Rappinson. My heart. <laughs> um, Christina and I are going to battle through this first time. COVID Zoom podcast call. I guess it's the new normal, right? It is the new normal. Oh. I'm on Zoom every single day. Man, you're on Zoom every single day? Every single day. For, how, video. Long? For how long? Yeah, like, like how long have you been doing it or how long are the days? <laughs> oh, like how long are your days? Uh, my days are usually 8.30 to 5.30-ish, and they're pretty nonstop. Uh, I, I have to force myself to take a break. So after probably the first three or four weeks working from home, I put a block on my calendar to, to walk my dog. Oh. Literally, Nova, uh, from 12 to 12.30 so that I can get up and move around a little bit, see a little bit of the outdoors and hopefully get some sun. So those, those are some of the things that have helped me. Otherwise I will, I will literally sit and be consumed by my, my computer all day. Oh my God. So, okay. When this all started, go, go back. How did this, cause we're talking cardinal health here. Yes. So we're talking like not, not Joe Schmo Corporation. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and it's, it's been, uh, it's been interesting because you, because of the, the breadth of what Cardinal Health does, we, hang on a second. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm putting my do not disturb on so you don't hear beeps and stuff like that. So there we go. I should have done that before. Yeah, so, that's all right. <laughs> we have, so Cardinal Health, because of the breadth of what we do as an organization, we have essential workers who are on the front lines from the standpoint of they're in distribution centers and manufacturing sites, and they, they have to go into the office to keep the product moving. So, so we've got that community of, of um, employees, and then we've got our, you know, more the office workers. So folks that can more realistically work from home. And so <clears throat> as we were preparing, you know, we, we got in front of this by a, about a week or two before oh. the before work from home started. Cause we saw that we saw that we saw the tide, <laughs> the way it was m moving. Right. And, um, so we were able to do some early testing to, to, basically look at our network and our infrastructure and, and confirm that we could support a much larger number of people being connected remotely and being on our VPN for, for maximizing security. And so we were able to make some tweaks to not only confirm that we had that and also to, to optimize how the traffic was going to flow so we wouldn't impact people's performance. 
So that was all good. We did testing, uh, like I said, about a week. We, we had, a, we had a, an EIT work from home day to test what, uh, what, we, what, what we were experiencing and that enabled us to make a few more tweaks, which was wonderful. Then uh, the other thing that we, <clears throat> we were doing is working across the businesses and the other corporate functions to say, where do you have folks that could work from home if they had the tech, if they had a device that allowed it. So if they had a laptop or, or not. So we were then gathering all that information and essentially spinning up virtual works, workspaces for folks or, or deploying laptops to make sure that anybody that could work from home from, from the standpoint of their job responsibility had the, had the tools that they needed to work from home. Uh, so that was <clears throat> a really intense, uh, few weeks getting all of that in place and then quite frankly supporting folks as they were getting used to these different tools uh, that that now they had to start using my team supports a lot of those capabilities so we've been incredibly busy since the first week of March oh and, and and as you can imagine we were already busy with all of the <laughs> things on our plan for the fiscal year to, to deliver so pile that on top, it's been, it's been pretty intense. Uh, I will say it's also been very rewarding knowing that we were able to provide what's needed to support the business and the critical work that we do in to, to support our community and our customers. So it's been an, it's been a exhilarating from that perspective. It's been intense. Um, I've, I've never worked so closely with a bunch of different of my peers that, that, support, you know, and are responsible for different elements of our infrastructure. It's been great. It really, truly, it was all hands on deck, getting lost in the team, and people just did what it took to make this happen and, and make it work. Uh, so I, I can't really complain uh, from that perspective. It's It's been a great experience. And, and since uh, it's, it's also been really nice to see people to – get more familiar with the tools that we have. So with our conferencing uh, solutions, uh, with our chat and, uh, you know, we use Microsoft Teams for collaboration. So OneDrive and OneNote and uh, creating Teams um, spaces so people can share and, and create uh, boards for managing task lists and things like that. We've had a lot of just organic gr growth in adopting these tools. So it also really helps our, some of our mission, which was really to drive our adoption of those tools as we think of modernizing our work, our workplace and enabling people to work anytime, anywhere. Uh, so uh, with any kind of device. Uh, so that's been helpful for my team as well. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been quite a ride. <laughs> so you're still at home. Yes. And then do you have any, do they have like a transition plan? We are starting to plan that out. So, and, and it's going to be gradual. Uh, so uh, the, the, our leadership has done an, uh, an amazing job of being thoughtful and really listening to what our employees are uh, comfortable with and what their concerns are. So that is that is all still in progress, and uh, more, more is going to come. I would say over the summer as as we figure those things out. Uh, 
but we've um, I, I've been very very um, pleased with uh, what we've seen from leadership in allowing us to uh, again really do the right thing by the employees and and make sure folks have what they need because whether you're in a high risk group um, for risk of getting the virus or you have childcare uh, challenges or you're caring for um, an aging parent or a sick you know, family member, there's so many different things that could be affecting what people do um, yeah. and kind of what their risk tolerance is. And uh, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite grateful for the flexibility that leadership has, has offered. Yeah, Google, Google is now looking, I think it's Google now looking at, um, well, I have a beef with Google. My Google's been technically jacked up. So uh, maybe somebody's <laughs> not doing what they're supposed to be doing at home, but uh, <laughs> um they're looking at making that, taking that overhead cost of offices and satellite offices and just being like, nope, work from home. Yeah. That's I don't know that we're going to get there. I think as a, as a company and, and, and as a culture, our CEO really, um, really uh, values the innovation and the creativity and the collaboration that you get being uh, together physically. So at this point, I mean, there's been no indication that we will move to a full-time work-from-home uh, uh, population, uh, from like more from an office staff perspective. Uh, and I, I and I know other local companies have have come out with with uh, announcements about their intentions to decrease their footprint. So certainly, in light of those things happening, that question always comes up. So um, I'm sure that as as with anything, they continually evaluate what makes sense. Uh, and at this time, they haven't, they haven't given any indication that we'll work from home, um, like permanently. Okay. So just to remind everybody, you have like a ton of people that work under you. So um, your department. Team. Yeah. So um, I have about 250 people um, and we're spread around the country. So I've got a, um, a group here in Dublin, Ohio, that um, that supports multiple different things from our service center, uh, our IT service center, to our regional. We have regional client services teams as well, which are essentially the front lines for our facilities around the country uh, for IT support. And also our client systems uh, engineering. So we, we, we uh, manage the images on devices and, and deployments and um, things of that nature. Uh, we also own collaboration. So teams and video conferencing and different uh, capabilities in, in that regard. Um, and then also our um, meeting, meeting technology. So we use Zoom for a large conference room. So, uh, or excuse me, large conferences. So like our town halls with our CEO, for example. So, or larger meetings that are like sales meetings and things like that. We, we do a lot of the, the support behind the scenes for, for technically managing those things. And then we also own our conference room technology. So physically in our buildings, um, how that's all set up and functioning. Uh, so um, that's a that's a pretty broad scope of work. And so it's uh, there's always something going on in that space. And as I mentioned before, we've got this modern workplace uh, 
initiative to uh, make sure that we are, you know, a, an employer of, of um, with, with the right offerings so that we're attracting the best new talent and, and we're also retaining our talent. Um, and, and again, it's a lot of it's about giving people options for how they work and enabling them to be um, productive, minimize their, their downtime with technology issues, um, and really maximize their abil ability to collaborate globally. Uh, so that's kind of the, the, the breadth of my team. Um, and then, uh, like I said, the functions that we have. Um, so a lot of, a lot of the, the folks are remote and spread across the country. So, you know, that's an interesting dynamic is having kind of having that combined print of some local and then um, and then some that are uh, spread out geographically so um, staying connected is is a challenge and I think staying connected is tripled in importance since we've been in this work from home capacity right because <laughs> yes <laughs> you have so many people that like I said before they have different life experiences and some folks are feeling very isolated right now if they uh, you know, if they live alone or, I mean, even if they're, you know, they don't live alone, but they've so much that they're juggling that can still feel isolating, right? You know, like you don't get a break. So, right. um, so I just, so we've been hypersensitive about trying to stay in touch with people and how they're feeling. Um, so I've been doing like my boss has been doing, um, regular all, all team check-ins, uh, and then, I, so I've, I've, and I've been doing them as well with my organization and it's 30 minutes every two or three weeks just to touch base. And, and now that we, with the video, we can see each other, which, right. is, which is nice as well. Uh, and, um, so trying to stay connected with a large organization like that, it's, it's, it's really challenging. Uh, I, actually I will say that the one thing that's interesting about working from home is it does create a level playing field. So folks that have always been remote and always maybe kind of felt a little bit uh, like they were different because they couldn't be in a room and they couldn't necessarily see very well the, the nonverbals. Now everybody has the same opportunity to see that. And so I think that's been an interesting dynamic shift um, uh, for, for folks. So uh, we, we've already even talked about the fact that once we do go back into the office, there's some really good things that we put in place that we don't want to lose. Like we want to keep doing these um, to stay better connected and for, you know, for people to see our leaders. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about like my, my boss, who's an SVP and the CIO and the CEO. Uh, you know, a lot of folks don't really have much opportunity to interact some of them probably don't even know what they look like. You know, if you think about right. it, when you're, when you're not in, in Dublin or even if you are in Dublin. So I, I really think there's, there's been an increase in connectedness because of these things we've been doing. Our CEO does a podcast every Friday. And he's been doing it for weeks and weeks since we've had this work from home. Um, uh, start and uh, it's been really, really well received, and and not just him. And multiple of our other senior leaders um, have been doing it, and um, I, I really, uh, I really appreciate again that they're they're focused with so many things that they've got on their plates, um, taking the time to to be visible and to share information and to 
You really kind of help people keep their spirits up. Yeah, that he's, they're definitely, uh, your employees have to feel appreciated. Because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of companies probably don't have that communication or that connectiveness that you guys are grabbing a hold of. So do you have any, do you have any of your team in India? I do not have team members in India. We, we do have team members in different parts of our organization that are in India. I, I do have some team members in Manila. So oh, okay. part of our, part of our, um, our, our service center um, workforce is, is based in Manila. Um, and so, and honestly, that, that's been interesting too, when you think about um, how different countries have experienced the virus and what their different restrictions have been. So we, we've, we've stayed very tightly aligned with the leaders in, in each different country and understanding that, um, what's, who, where people can be in the office or you know, making sure that the infrastructure is set up so that they can effectively work from home and giving them, again, the tools that they need um, to, to be safe and to still be able to be productive. Um, and then we also have, you know, partners um, that are that are in India as well or different um, parts of the world. Uh, so it's it's definitely been a very, um, very uh, high touch, lots of communication to make sure that globally we are we are safe and that we are um, doing the right things to help people um, get done what they need to get done. OK, so I learned quickly that I suck as a second grade teacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, um, <laughs> my daughter who, you know, we're now in high school, but um, eighth grade, I didn't really have to just a little check in here and there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, you have one that's in the elementary school. How did, did you get help? These, uh, we, well, my husband and I were the teachers for the teachers. So okay. Annabelle's in third grade, she just finished third grade. And that was uh, nearly the death of me. That was <laughs> Thank really God crazy. I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, it was so hard. And, and part of it was difficult because you know, the technology was new mm -hmm. for them, right? When it was new for me too, they used Google Classroom. And, and I would say overall mm -hmm. it worked very effectively. That's what we used. <laughs> And, you know, but everybody's doing new things. So the teachers were figuring out how to do their curriculum and they did videos and they used like different like Google Sheets or slides or different things to uh, enable us to provide um, the content, like to, to, to um, submit assignments. And so... I've been in IT almost my whole career. So I, I play around with stuff. Like I, you know, it doesn't, I'm not intimidated if something doesn't work right away. Well, my husband and daughter don't have quite the same. <laughs> so there was very high frustration very quickly if things didn't work quite right. And I, I struggled honestly to stay in front of that. So the smart thing for me to do would have been to like look at everything the night before and make sure I knew exactly how things were functioning so I could ease their minds going into the next day. Well, I also had work and, you know, heaven forbid I get to relax or, you know, <laughs> washing the dishes or whatever it might be, right? There's always something going on. So invariably that didn't happen uh, on most days. And it was really, really frustrating. Um, so because I'm, I'm typically in meetings during the day. So 
I, you know, and I'm, and I stay in my office, it's my office. Uh, so I pretty much stay in here when I'm working, which helps me to focus. I can hear everything going on in the house though. So <laughs> I meltdown when it's occurring, whether it's my husband or my daughter. And so then I'm, I mean, I'm either trying to ignore it or I'm having to interrupt what I'm doing and try to swoop in. And that, that level of juggling was, was, was damn near impossible. Uh, and we even split up subjects. So Ryan would take certain subjects to help her with, and I, I would take others. And again, if I'm in, a, if I'm in meetings all day, I'm not helping her until five or six o'clock, right. which nobody wants to do that to work at that point. No, mm. oh, hello. Hey. Speak um, of the devil. <laughs> you know, there's steps in the basement where you can get up. Yeah. There's a cardinal. Oh, and you, they were in the thing. Oh my gosh, how cute! Outside, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. in the windowsill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have like window wells because it's like us, you know, it's like underground. So there's windows, and then there's the, the window wells that, um, and we we had we have stairs that lead up from that. So that's oh, maybe maybe they're gonna build a nest. Cool. Well, uh, funny side. Um, my my mom loved cardinals, so whenever we see cardinals. It's like, oh, there's my, there's mom or there's Grammy. That's me. That always makes me happy when when I know Cardinals are around. <laughs> <laughs> good luck too, aren't they? A sign of so. well, they're, like yeah. they're it's remember it's like they're angels, like they're, yeah, your loved ones. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So that was the you know the lovely child. Um. And she, and so we we just really struggled with. Um, that balance and it, you know, and cause Ryan, you know, Ryan's trying to get stuff done around the house and take care of the yard and whatever else. And so we, we just, um, we just really didn't some, like some days were fine and other days were a complete train wreck. Uh, my and, house too. You know, like that's the best I could, I could tell you. It was, it was sometimes it was hour by hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very, I was very glad when the school year got done. So, um, what happens if it doesn't go back? What happens if she doesn't go back? Um, I'm, I'm going to be very sad. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am at this point, I'm thinking positive thoughts and praying that we at least are back part-time. Yeah. And, um, I could, that I think I can handle. I, I, I think, I think, cause for me, it's not just about, how difficult it was to try to, to to homeschool her. And, and and I'm not trying to take away anything from the teachers because I think they did the best that they could for the circumstances and they were providing so much of that content. It was just very difficult. Um, Obviously they, they couldn't teach the kids in the same way they would have in the classroom. It kind of necessitated parents to be more involved. Um, if we wanted them to do well, which obviously, you know, we want, we wanted her to, to get what be ready for fourth grade. Right. So, um, but the other element to it for me is the socialization. So Annabelle's an only child. She gets no interaction with friends right now. So, um, and I, I, you know, I kind of feel she's regressing a little bit because, you know, she, you know, she, after, you know, when she would do her schoolwork, then she'd want her screen time or she's reading a book and she doesn't necessarily want to go out and do anything. Um, so, so I just think that's unhealthy. And I, so to me, that's the other really important aspect of getting back into the, into the school setting is interact, being a kid, like interacting with her friends and, um, 
and playing on the playground and, you know, just that kind of stuff. Like, and, and, and she'll, I mean, she'll, she'll, all the kids will suffer, especially onlys. But I mean, I think even when you have multiple children, they don't always want to be their only playmate. Like oh, they want to. Mine don't get along. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably even, that's kind of a whole nother kind of difficult. So, uh, so I feel like, um, for a lot of reasons, it's important to get back at least part-time. Um, so I am, and that's what the feedback I shared when, cause we, you know, surveys were, um, Oh yeah, we got a survey. Know, yeah. <laughs> so am I, am I, I don't know if I mentioned this, my daughter goes to a Catholic school. So, um, so they, uh, they're doing a lot of planning. They're following like the Catholic diocese guidelines and, and all that. And obviously waiting for the governor's guidelines to come out. So we're all kind of on pins and needles at this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, Christopher, my youngest Christopher definitely needs that interaction with friends. And, uh, and we found out this year that he's extremely ADHD. So he's like, like really bad. And so that's tough because you're like, do I medicate him while he's home? Cause we don't medicate him on the weekends, but yet we were doing school Monday through Friday. And I'm like, oh, do I do that? <laughs> so, um, yeah, hard. Yes, it's very, very difficult. Um, so I, I know your pain and I have a husband who too would get frustrated easily if something didn't work or he'd be like, I can't do this. Figure this out. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The one, the one small shining light is um, I did reach out to one of Annabelle's good friends um, um, and, and talked to her mom and, and she was comfortable with doing, starting, starting to do play dates. So now we're kind of in a routine of weekly play dates, oh, that's which helps a ton. Uh, but you know, you, you just don't know right now what people are comfortable doing. So um like her, her birthday is next week. And I said, well, I'm not going to try to do a party because one, I don't know if people will be comfortable. And two, any place we would go, you probably have, you know, you have all the social distancing restrictions. And again, I'm not going to ask a kid to wear a mask. I just, I feel like it's, it's just unnatural. Like I just don't think it makes sense. And I'm right there with you. <laughs> And she even said to me, Mommy, I don't want, I don't want a party if we have to be social distanced and we're masks. I'm like, okay, well, that's, it's, it's your right. It's your part. It's your birthday. So we do what you want to do. But her, her little one, little girlfriend is going to come over on Sunday to, to have, we're still celebrate her birthday is actually on Monday. So, so we're trying to do the best of it. I mean, the best we can. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's, it sucks. Yeah, it really does. Sucks. Yes. So, so all right. I you're you're good to say halftime. I told the school district. I said I will be dropping both my children off um, <laughs> full time. <laughs> you deal with them. Um, Christopher has a tutor that comes three days a week. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I just I mentally cannot. Cause I'd get frustrated and then I'd feel bad because I'd be like, it's not his fault. It's, you know, that I'm trying to do too many things at once. So definitely yeah. feel your pain. So, well, hopefully they'll go back to school. Yeah, I definitely, definitely. Yes. For the socialization. So, so now you. Yes. Me. Yeah. You like you black a half an hour off every day to go walk your dog and that's it. 
I do. Um, I do. <laughs> Sad but true. Uh, hmm. Um, right now, I would I would kind of say yeah, that's about it. Um, my husband and I still do our. We have a date night. Um, oh, okay. We have, and then we've been doing that for quite a while actually. And so, um, once once things obviously started to open up a little bit more, we were able to kind of reinstate that. And our babies, you know, the, the the babysitter we used to do that was comfortable coming back over. So, um, so we've been able to get back in this routine of that. Actually, tonight's our date night. So, um, so that's helpful, you know, just to get out and and you know, start to see people being normal again. Or yeah. Little, you know, feel a little bit of normalcy in this crazy world right now obviously being safe though i you know respect the the um distancing guidelines that we need to to have um uh now that gyms are back open i can i can go back to my saturday morning gym routine which which is um very important to me for my mental health um the one thing i'm missing is I, I normally take a spinning class on Tuesdays, which, but I did that through our, our company gym, which obviously has been closed. So that's um, one that I haven't been able to fit, figure out how to compensate for that. Uh, so, cause those, those are the things that kind of helped me just be grounded. Um, you know, trying to, trying to do things with Annabelle, like we, we did some baking and um, I, now that the weather's getting nicer, I, I try to block my calendar Friday afternoons to take to take the afternoon off. And we went to the zoo last Friday, which was lovely to get back out and, and see see the zoo. Oh, you had to buy your tickets online, right? Yeah, we had to reserve tickets. We have we have a, a membership, but you yes, you still have to go and kind of reserve your spot. Uh, and it was fine. I mean, it worked, and and it was nice to it was just nice to be out, quite honestly, and in the and walk around and see people out and about and um it was pretty hot so the animals weren't super active but that's okay uh so things like that like those are i I like to do and actually this is kind of funny um we we really like the show last man standing and you know it's in it's on rerun like all the time you can kind of find it so we've gotten in the habit of and this is annabelle and i watching it um uh, for like one or two episodes a night. And that show is so damn funny. I absolutely <laughs> never watched it. It's such no. a good show. I love Tim Allen. He's so funny. Um, it's, some of the humor is not quite appropriate, but like kind of goes over her head, which is good. right. But it's, it's a good show. So anyway, so that's kind of one of our little like mommy and animal things that we do. And then um, the other kind of thing that kept me sane was The Masked Singer. Did you watch The Mass Singer? Oh my God, the bumblebee and the yeah, I love that show. <laughs> we, we, we watched that show faithfully. Um, so that was the other thing that that made like made my made my day when when that was on. Um, and so those are things we we like to do together, which is which is fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's just not a lot right now. I mean, tr- quite frankly, well, cause I can't even go to like churches aren't even open. So that was the other thing that kind of always has always kept me really grounded. Um, luckily our church, um, was streaming live streams masses. Oh, so okay. we've been have some, you know, kind of some faith based, you know, um, connection. Um, but it's not the same. Like for me, it's I Catholic. I'm used to, you know can't receive communion and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, wah, wah. 
but um, but they're opening up this weekend, so that's super exciting. Yeah, so oh, that's can, good. Yeah, we can start going back. But those are the things that I try to do for for me. But um, kind of you know falls falls by the wayside a lot. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm pretty common. <laughs> You're busy all the time. Yeah. So when so during all of this, has Cardinal Health continued like finding talent, hiring talent, or has it just been like, did you have to lay people off? Because that was like, mm -hmm. yeah, a big thing. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of companies have, have been affected by that. I know it's, it's really, it's just, it's really just so sad to see just the effects on the economy. Um, Cardinal has not. Um, and, and, um, at this point, I don't believe there's plans. Like we've not heard of any plans around it within my team. Like, you know, I'll say from my team's perspective, we've been busier probably than we have been in a really long time. So that from that perspective, we, we haven't seen an impact or a slowdown. Um, certain businesses were affected differently more than others. Um, when you think about elective procedures and when those were halted, uh -huh. that certainly affected some, some of elements of our business. Uh, other elements of our business were busier because like from a distribution perspective, what, what we were servicing was there was higher demand. So, so it was really kind of a mixed bag. Um, and, and, a, and across the leadership team, that's another thing they've done an amazing job on is really looking at the financials across the whole company and, and, uh, helping to ensure we didn't have to, to make any of those tough decisions. That's great. Yeah. A lot of people fell to the unemployment or got furloughed. Um, my husband is, he works for Delta, well, Republic Airways, and uh, he has a bad heart and they encouraged, strongly encouraged he take furlough um, because oh the mm -hmm. liability so wow yeah so <laughs> um he's driving me nuts because he's home all the time now <laughs> oh my God, I even imagine and then and you had you were you had some impact to your um to yourself as well I did I did I got laid off um retail really went down the tubes and right. so yeah so just waiting for things to kind of turn around um, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's just, it, it's so, it's so hard to see everything that's happening. And, and you think about all the things in your life that you do and how you interact with people and you're like, oh my gosh, like that person's affected and that person's affected, like restaurants go to a lot, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like those people that we see and they, you know, the servers and the hostesses and all of that. It's, 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 I just, I feel so badly for everybody that's, that's, that's suffering. And m like my sister who lives in uh, Rochester, New York, my hometown, um, you know, she's, she had a partial furlough with, with her company. Um, and you know, but the, the stimulus, which gave the extra, I think $600 a week mm -hmm. for employment, you know, helps a ton, right? Obviously. I mean, and her husband, um, works, uh, with the school system. So he's on, he's been furloughed as uh, well. Yeah. So, you know, so her, so she's kind of on pins and needles kind of through the end of what's for what happens after the end of July, because mm -hmm. that apparently runs out. And then she doesn't know what 
going to be the situation with, uh, with furlough, you know, so it, it, it's, and it's all, it's business, right? It's like their demand is down, their customers aren't buying. So that's naturally what the companies, you know, have, everyone's having to make those tough decisions on what they do right. to save money. Um, so, you know, and, and we all know it's going to take a long time for this to bounce back. And that's assuming that you don't have another recurrence and, you know, another surge that requires us to, to kind of shut back down again. Um, I hope just, not. I hope not too. I mean, there's just so many unknowns right now. It's, it's really frightening when you, it's like, it's one of those things that I can't really think about because it's so frightening and right. you just have to take it a day, at a, you know, day at a time, step by step and you roll with it. Um, and for, and you, you seem, I mean, you are a very adaptable person. So, you know, I, I know that about you. So it's like the people that can adapt are the people that are going to be successful on the other side of this and with, with kind of the least battle scars. <laughs> yes, it's definitely, um, I had, when I was working at, um, Al Brands in this all hit, um, yeah, people who were not comfortable with like change, mm -hmm. you could really tell they were not okay with what was happening of working at home and um, having to rely on technology to do Zoom calls. And um, you could just see that, I don't want to, they were not panic stricken, but they were panic stricken mm -hmm. because it was unfamiliar. And yeah. I'm like, People do well with unfamiliar. Yeah. Well, one of those things where sometimes you want to like, just say, get perspective. Like mm -hmm. this, this too shall pass. Like this is, this is like, I, I, have, I do have to remind myself sometimes, like if this is the, if this is the worst thing that happens in my day, I'll be okay. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I have to figure out how to do something a little bit differently. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yes, I do. I know there's a lot of people that are, um, and then there's me. I'm just like, whatever. Um, yeah, I've been to the bars already. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've been out and about, um, I went to Cleveland on Monday. So yeah. yes. Did so is it okay? Uh, Cleveland, yeah, uh, we went to a winery. I took the Get Wit It chapter um, out for some dinner and drinks. And um, I'm not a mask wearer. I, mm -hmm. um, I just, I'm not comfortable wearing one. So um, to each is their own, I believe. And one of the girls was like, "You, you don't have a mask," and I was like, "No. If it's if it's my time to get Corona and go to the heavens, then so be it." <laughs> <laughs> so um but a lot of them carry them they have mm -hmm. them up there and um I, I was up in Michigan last week or yeah last week and um certain areas you would have thought just same old same old mm -hmm. people have no awareness that there's anything you know no masks no signage or anything like that and then you go into bigger places bigger cities yep. and it's blasted every which way so yeah hmm. so it's yeah it's funny how when it goes like my mom lives on a lake up in the northern part of michigan and it's small i mean it's like in a small little town and they right. nope Nothing, just right? 
just yeah. living life. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, it is, it's weird how it's affected some areas and not others, but you're overseas. Like, well, I know in India they had like serious restrictions of going out and about. Yeah. They did in Manila as well. I mean, it was no joke. Uh, uh, so, um, uh, like to the point where, you know, one person was allowed out of the house at a time and you had to like have this pass that you carried with you. Oh, arrested like so it was they were they were definitely taking a really strong line on it and again I, I you know every every government is gonna handle it the way they they think best but they're 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 trying to do the right things to be safe um it was it was super restrictive though wow very, very much so yeah i know my team in india that's how it was for them too like you only could go out certain hours and only one person and yeah. So, so yes. And then murder hornets come out of nowhere. <laughs> I know I'm joking. It's like, it's like the, it's like the next plague. It's like, what is going on? And then I heard today that there's some, um, we're getting, we're getting sands from the Sahara desert. Oh yeah. We're getting, we're getting a sandstorm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, somebody said that to me this morning. I said, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I heard it on the news. We're getting some sandstorm. I was like, really? <laughs> you can make this stuff up. It's just, that's what I say. You kind of just have to roll with it. And I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to you. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I feel very uncomfortable with the mask on. I had, I got my, you know, my hair done and I had to go in and I had to wear, you know, had to mask that was required. So I'm like, well, I need to get my hair done. So I'm going to deal with this and suck it up for the time. And um, so that was, that was fine. Um, but generally speaking, I, I don't wear that. I certainly don't wear it outside because it's like the last, least natural thing. Like you right. need to be here. Um, and um, I rarely go to stores because I just... I'm like you, like, I'm not comfortable doing it. I understand other people have a higher, um, um, I should say have a lower risk tolerance than I do. So my preference is just to stay out of the situation, um, not make anybody uncomfortable and, and not make myself uncomfortable. So I'm very much online shopping and my husband <laughs> shopping. So uh, that's one thing off my plate. Um, and it, it, that's just kind of how it's been for us. Like we, we take the dog walks in the neighborhood, um, or we take her to the park on the weekend. Sometimes, uh, we have been, we have been starting to go to the pool. We have, um, we belong to a golf, um, a golf club. So, um, they have a pool, which is nice. So that's where we've kind of been hunkering down when we, when we do go out and about, um, mostly though, it's, it's kind of input. So I know it's no fun. No, it's really not. And, and it's weird because like we, last weekend, um, my, uh, my daughter and I went to visit my family up in Rochester and, um, just to get away, like my, my nephew and his wife are having their first baby, which I feel, feel so bad for them. I mean, it's obviously beautiful, but like just such a bad time. Right. So, um, her, her shower was supposed to be that weekend. And so I had already blocked the time off and I said, well, it's something different. Let's, let's just go anyway. So we took our dog. So it was a girl trip. <laughs> um, and 
uh, it was just really weird because my nephew's, my brother, my nephew's dad, um, and my sister-in-law were much more conservative about it. Now she takes care of her almost 90 year old mother. Oh. So I get it. Right. I mean, she's right. really about any additional exposure she's given her. And so I totally respect that. Totally get it. Um, and so we, we went over, I normally stay with them when we go visit, but we couldn't cause like nobody, they didn't want anybody in the house. And so we were luckily able to go with the over and hang out in their backyard because the weather was nice. So what we said was like, you know, you can't hug, you know, you're, you're trying yeah. to kind of distance. Like we can't, you know, eat no meals together. It's just weird. It's like, this mm-hmm. is takes the fun out of everything now. And then the other side of me says, but you're alive, you're not sick, you know, so, you know, just Chris, like calm yourself down, keep it in check. You know what I mean? So it's like, I have all these kind of thoughts going on in my head um, because uh, certainly a lot of people have suffered from this disease. So I don't, I'm not trying to belittle it at all. Um, You know, then you think about, you know, think how many people die from the flu each year. Exactly. A lot. So I know that this disease is unpredictable and we don't know as much about it. I also know that people die, a lot more people die from other things. Yes. So I don't, and I don't, I don't know what else to say about that other than. And that's why I think like why I'm struggling with it because people, they get the flu and then, you know, they get bronchitis or they die from a different a, a different part of it. Um, and I'm, you know, I'd be curious to see how people with the death rate of this, how mm-hmm. it comes out. Did they die from the respiratory virus or was there a complication to, you know, having yeah. a heart attack or cancer or something of that nature? So, right. Um, it just seems like it's going to, I mean, it's going to, it takes so much more time to dissect all of that and really understand it. And, uh, and I, you know, again, I, I, I'm grateful for the, the medical professionals who are busting their butts to get a vaccine. And, um, and, uh, you know, I feel like that's the right thing. Help us, help us get back to a place where we can be more comfortable, um, and, and living a little bit more normally. Yeah. Healthcare professionals that are dealing with this day in and day out are, you know, truly angels on this earth. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Um, it's got to be so grueling. Um, I have my sister-in-law um, is a pediatric RN and she was put on a COVID floor and oh. um, it was very, I mean, yeah, but then she um, retired. She decided, well, I'm going to retire at the end of April. And, um, so yeah, it was a different change for their whole house because they have, um, two seniors and a, and a sophomore or, well, he's a freshman he'll be a sophomore. And then the twins graduated. So, and my brother is a cop. So mm-hmm. it was very much like, we can't be by each other. I have to go in this door and stay in this room. They were cut off from each. It's just, yeah, it's, it's lonely. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I've been doing, um, we face FaceTime with my sister, um, once every Saturday or Sunday to stay connected. 
and um, she's the one that uh, uh, we stayed with when we went to visit. And they, they actually came down here over Mother's Day weekend as well. Um, just because, again, like everything, we're just, you feel so isolated. And right. we've been spending Mother's Day together since my mom passed. So uh, we really didn't want to miss that. Um, and, you know, they self-quarantine in, Ro- in Rochester when they're home, you know, with just the, the, they, you know, her and her husband and they have a dog. And so like we're self-quarantining here. Well, you have to stop once for gas on the way. Your exposure is pretty minimal. Just get your ass down here. <laughs> right. <laughs> self-quarantine together. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So just trying to do that kind of stuff to keep, keep some, some semblance of normalcy. Yes, definitely. So, well, I don't want, I know you're a busy lady and it's almost noon, so it's almost time to walk the dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, well, thank you for coming back on and Mm -hmm. we always love having you on. And um, I don't know if you've heard yet, but um, the Get With It conference this year is going virtual. I saw that. Yes. Yes, yes, I have had to do a lot of research on um, a platform to make it an awesome experience, and uh, I hope I hope we've come up with one. Okay. We're going to see how it goes. Um, I think a lot of people are done with just zooming and mm-hmm. listening to somebody talk and have a PowerPoint. So um, we tried to take the experience up a notch you have like an avatar and you walk into the conference and you can have one-on-one time with sponsors and other attendees it's very interactive so um oh knock on wood i can figure out how to (laughs) somebody's building the platform i just got to figure out how to make it go (laughs) so um if you need help let me know i'd be happy to Happy to try to help with that. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. If you're looking for speakers, um, let me know that as well. Okay, yeah. I'll send you. I don't know if they've done the speaker thing yet. I'm not. I'll have to ask. So, okay. um, but definitely. All right. Well, go enjoy your walk. It's beautiful out today. Yes, it, is, it looks lovely. <laughs> yes. So, and thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Great to and see then, you. Yes, when this is all lifted up, let's go to the bar. Yes, I would love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care. You too. Take care. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time, and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.